Okay, are we ready? Yes. Do you have do you have I've got the it written line down. written up? Okay. Yeah. Okay, we're gonna be fine then. Yeah. I get all nervous. No. <laughs> you uh, count us down when you're ready. Okay. Three, two, one. It's, it's no, no segue. segue. A made at home podcast by two former radio hosts who apparently needed to be stuck in the house for a year to finally get our poop in a group and do something you know I've been talking about for years. <laughs> years. <laughs> Let's do it. so glad that you used one of my favorite Courtneyisms in your intro this week. We've talked about how like, you know, there, there are certain things, certain Courtneyisms, things that you, you know, are your, your signature phrases. And I love some of them and I hate others. <laughs> yeah. That's one I love. Poop in a group. Poop in a group. That, yeah, it's a good one. To me, it's very, it's very vivid. Like I picture rabbit poop. Yes. And you got to, yeah, get in a group <laughs> so you can do something. I'll oh, see. Now we're looking too far into <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah. Yeah. We've already done it. Okay. Well, anyways, welcome. Episode six. Yeah. Thanks. No segue. Yeah. Thanks for uh, tuning in, for joining yes. us again this week. Um, it's been really exciting to uh, sort of see things growing on Facebook and still see yeah. the listens coming in. It's, uh, yeah, we're still very excited. Yeah, yeah, I'm having a lot of fun. And that's that's all you and I were looking for. Any listen, any like on a Facebook post for me is cherry on this cake. For uh -huh. sure. A hundred percent. So yeah. I, I do have, and I do actually, I would like to specifically thank <laughs> my entire Facebook friends list that like <sighs> accepted yeah. the yeah. invitation to like the page. Because I, there are certain things with Facebook where like, you know, most people who send me like Facebook pages, I don't I like them. Some of them I, I do, like but them. most I don't. I know. And so when I sent out the invites, I was like, ah, I, I'm sorry. Yeah. I don't really like getting these, but people were so wonderful about responding and liking the page. So thank you for yeah. doing something that I maybe wouldn't have. Yeah. Thank you for doing for me what I probably wouldn't have done for you. I think that's yeah. what you're trying to say. Yeah. And I, I, I will apologize if you're like, oh, okay, I accepted yours. You can follow me back. I, uh, I'll try to. <laughs> I just did air quotes. They can't see you press yeah, the like yeah. button. <laughs> but no, so oh, no. genuinely, as always, thank you so much for listening. And and we've got uh, we've got a lot that we want to talk about this week. We got some fun stuff, and we got some some uh, heavy hitting too. So. Yeah. Yeah, every now and again, we're going to throw in some current events and stuff like that, because uh, this is all just about how you and I have just like our friendly conversations yeah, type of thing. And um, some of this stuff enters in quite naturally. So, yeah. well, yeah, I think it's going to be a great episode today. I think we're going to be all over the map. And I love that. Yes. So that's how let's I get to it. <laughs> so, okay. So I mentioned about the Courtneyisms. Like there were genuinely things that when you said it, I was like, oh my God, she's the cutest person alive. Um, and the one that sticks out in my memory, I remember the first time I heard you on location at a clothing store 
So you were there doing a live broadcast and I was back in the station uh, opping is what we called it, right. making sure that the pieces ran on time and you were, uh, you came in appropriately, which you, oh, that used to drive me nuts. You'd barely get in on time. But I remember you were doing, you're at a clothing store uh, talking about like a sale right before Christmas. And you said, so if you're looking for a nice Christmas frock, oh. you can come and get it here. And I was like, frock what what woman under 80 says that and i just it was so cute and then later in the yeah. same broadcast you dropped slacks and i was like that's what my grandma calls her pants i always say slacks i know they're either jeans or they're slacks <laughs> oh it's just that that was on that's top on my list of courtneyisms that i loved was like your old lady talk I like slacks. I'm not giving that one up. I can think. Oh <laughs> man, nice Christmas frock. Come on down. Oh, maybe I do. That's a fancy dress. Yes, and I'll wear uh, it to the community uh, Christmas pageant. And we're yes. going to take the horse and buggy over, and Father is going to <laughs> pretend to be Father Christmas and yes. give gifts to the children. And it's raining, so don't forget your bumper shoot. What the fuck's that? Can we talk about daylight savings? For I mean, you know, I'm happy to because yes, the entire time I lived in Alberta every single year when it came around, I would give an impassioned angry Ooh. rant because it's fucking pointless and I just can't get over it. Like, I'm so happy to be back in Saskatchewan where we don't do this nonsense because here's the thing. <laughs> having grown up in a province that didn't do it and then going yes. and living in one that did it mm -hmm. doesn't make enough of a difference to matter however it works where it's supposed to make the winter more tolerable or whatever by having yeah it doesn't matter when i woke up in saskatchewan and it didn't get light until 10 i just didn't fucking get light until 10 and that was yeah. fine and everyone rolled with it the other thing is while i was out there there was an an mla that was trying to like oh, maybe we could get rid of daylight savings. Maybe it's yes. outdated, whatever. Did like a province-wide like town halls to get things. Mm -hmm. And the overwhelming response was to keep it. Why? That's funny because I saw a news article or I heard on the, on the Calgary News just late last week um, that 69% of Albertans wanted to do away with daylight savings time. It probably depends when you're talking to them. Like I like to spring forward. So right. let's just stay at this more light. Yeah. I don't care if it's dark in the morning. Yeah, exactly. Cause I always heard that you did it for the, like it was for the farmers and, and that's all I really knew. Yeah. Is Saskatchewan not full of farmers <laughs> and you guys don't do it. So and, I, and I also don't know why it's for the farm. It's supposed to give them more time to work, whatever. Here's the thing. Farmers were, will work. Whenever they need to work, way back in the day, maybe not, but now. So just let's yeah. move on, people. We've got floodlights now. It's an umbrella. My mom always said bumber shoot. Yeah. What? <laughs> oh, shoot. Now I'm going to have to Google that because maybe that's another word she made up. <laughs> an umbrella. <gasps> it's a real word? It is. <laughs> oh, my mom is smart. <laughs> So side note, <laughs> apparently Bumbershoot is a 
rare facetious American slang for a an umbrella. So they're making it's Americans making fun of British people mm. having stupid names for umbrellas. And fair enough, because some of the other slang yeah. terms over history for an umbrella in the UK have included a brawly, <laughs> a parapluie, which is of course French, yes. a rain shade. I kind of like that one. That one's kind of nice. Or a gamp. Yeah, those Brits there. I mean, let's let's not even let's not even start. <gasps> the other Courtneyism I do want to talk about because, like I said, there were ones that I was like, "Oh, she's so cute," and then there were yeah. ones that were like, "I, my God," and you, and Doctor Sarah Dash. <laughs> This one, like every week when you would do your show, because you had a, you had a show every week called Ask the es- Ask the Experts. Yes. Ask yes. the Experts, um, <laughs> where you would get a local expert in some area to like talk about a different topic each day or whatever. And Dr. Yeah. Sarah Dash, she was a holistic uh, medicine provider, and you talked about all sorts of stuff. Yeah, um, great conversations with Sarah. Yeah. But, but almost every week, you guys would both say, <laughs> you ladies, would both say, you got to nip it in the butt. And I would, ju- I'd be sitting in the newsroom going, oh my God, that's not, it's nip it in the bud. It's a plant. It's a planting term, not a, I don't know, <laughs> not a pinch your butt term. Nip it in the butt. Like just nip it. Nip it. <laughs> but so it means nipping the bud. Off um, the plant, exactly. So you have to you have to cut off a problem before it it grows into the plant. So you kill it uh, as a bud. But it, like for years, and I remember I once like tried to talk to you about it, and you're like, "No, it's nip it in the butt." And I was like, "I'm not. I'm not even bothering." <laughs> no point. How many words am I saying wrong? <laughs> that's now. That's what I'm wondering. That was. It, there weren't a lot, but but that, that was one that I was. Those are some of the Courtneyisms that I've come to know and yeah. love and despise. And despise all at the same time. <laughs> in the bud. Okay, I'm going to work on that. Okay. Thank you. We'll and Five and years later. Thank you. If you give me slacks, I'll give you nip it in the bud. Okay. Okay. I can, I can give you slacks. Okay. Good. I just <laughs> like saying that word. Slacks. Sounds important. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. So I was just thinking because uh, we've got a few a few topics that we want to uh, chat about that are, I don't know, I'm going to say a little bit on the heavier side compared mm. to bumber shoots and frogs. <laughs> um, so I thought maybe, um, I thought maybe we can talk about some good things, like really good news stories that happened in 2020, yeah. right? Stuff that we were too, we couldn't notice because I mean, COVID was everywhere. So I, I found this article on the chive and it just had some really neat things like um, a rare endangered Indian rhinoceros was born at a Polish zoo last year. Uh huh. So that's great. That's pretty cool. Unicorns. <laughs> yeah. Unicorns, right. Um, we had volunteers move 9,000 pounds of trash from the Tennessee river. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. 9,000. Thousand pounds. Now, this one I thought was really neat. Um, it said the technology behind the Pfizer COVID vaccine. Um, it says is leading to a possible MS breakthrough. Interesting. Never thought of stuff like yeah. crossing 
but I mean, so they're, they're finding all this really neat stuff. And first time in 80 years, they say that uh, salmon are spawning in the Columbia River, which they haven't been for years because of fishing oh. and pollution. Right. Um, and elephant population in Kenya has doubled. See, isn't, isn't that amazing how when we just stop being humans for like a little bit, nature can actually recover? Yeah. Well, I, I also read, I think somewhere in either China, uh, either China or Japan, I think it was Beijing where the pollution is hideous Yeah. now or back in 2020 at the end of the year, they could see Mount Fuji. Yes, Ooh, that's right. Yeah. Anyways, where they couldn't before because the smog was so bad. So it's amazing how mother earth instantly starts to heal. Yeah. So for the environment and for wildlife, it's been like, it's been amazing. Yeah. It's been amazing. Yeah. If, and, and now the thing is, let's hope we actually learn from that and are like, oh yeah, Hey, look, if we actually like reduce our activity, we can have an impact. I don't think we will, but isn't it nice? It's nice. Yeah. Okay. So uh, this, this next piece, I I almost don't know how to get into it and I almost don't know what Mm. I want to say, but it's, um, (sighs) we're talking about this because this is a, a genuine front of mind conversation for so many people right now. Um, and, and we found you and I were genuinely, um, naturally talking about this, just like, yeah just like a lot of people are. So uh, what's been happening is um, following a really high profile um, uh, disappearance in the UK, uh, if you've been following the Sarah Everard case, um, it's, it's prompted, it's prompted a a, a resurgence again of a conversation that we've been having for so fucking long that it, it, this is part of what makes it so frustrating. Um, But you've probably been seeing a lot of people talking about like, can we raise awareness about how fundamentally unfair it is that women can't walk alone at night? And um, you and I ended up talking about this because I actually have a story from last week that, yes, (laughs) that illustrates this and, and has, you know, is part of why it's front of mind for me as well. So, Mm -hmm. um, so what happened to me, last week is I went out for an evening walk and this is something I've done for a long time in a lot of different places. Um, but it's been a long time since I've lived in a city, a large city. So, you know, I, I, I am, it's not that things like this never happened in the past because there's definitely it's mm-hmm. happened, mm-hmm. um, and other places, but I, I'd kind of forgotten about, you know, I sort of have gotten back into that mindset of like, oh, I'm fine. Um, but mm-hmm. so I was out for my evening walk and I ended up walking an extra three kilometers or so than I was meaning to mm-hmm. um, because, and I should add that it put my hip out of line because I can only walk about 4k before my fucking old lady hips are like, no, I don't <laughs> need to do this anymore. Um, <laughs> but I did, I, I genuinely ended up walking about 8k Um because at a certain point in my walk, a drunk man started following very closely behind me. And mm-hmm. uh, what happened is I was walking through a neighborhood um, and I saw him earlier and he was sort of talking to himself and I was like, I'm just going to keep going. And he was, he started going um, like 
he was across the street going the other direction from me. So I thought it was fine. And I continued onto a stretch of road, like one of the rare pieces of road in the city where Mm -hmm. it's about a, I don't know, kilometer and a half stretch where it's just sidewalk alongside a roadway. So there's no buildings immediately close. Um, Mm -hmm. The closest houses are, are fenced in. They're in an enclosed community along the one side of the road. And then, you know, next to the sidewalk, there's a road that is seldom traveled, relatively speaking. I was was just going to ask that question. Yeah. So it's not very well lit. There's nothing immediately close. Well, I thought Mm -hmm. this guy had gone away. At some point, as I'm coming towards a stretch, he started following me. Don't know why. So I don't know. I'm hundred meters down this one and a half kilometer stretch. And I hear something behind me and I turn around and there's this guy and I'm going, yeah, what do I do? Um, because do I turn around and walk past him and potentially, you know, put myself confront, put myself in a dangerous situation, or do I just keep going, pretend it's fine and, and try and get. So at the end of the one and a half K stretch, there's a 7-Eleven DQ, there's an area. So I was like, okay, I'm just, I'm just going to speed up, which is hard. Cause again, my hips are terrible. Um, and just plow forward. hope I'm okay. I'm I'm getting to that. Like getting there. And it was, and he's still behind you this whole time, still behind. And he was, he was keeping fairly close Mm -hmm. when I would speed up, he would speed up a little bit, that kind of thing. Mm. And Mm -hmm. so I finally, it, it was probably a half hour and I'm tense and and thinking like, Oh my God, what have I done? Like, why was I so stupid to walk this stretch? This wasn't anyway. So finally I get up to like the, 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 the seven 11 and all that kind of thing. And I finally, I was like, okay, I'm just, I'm just going to pop into one of these stores, see if he passes me. Um, and and finally he did, um, as he, he kept going, um, as he kept going though, he like, made eye contact, like watched me, that kind of thing. And, um, and yeah. And, and so, yeah, I, I mean, it was half hour, 40 minutes of really high. Like, I, I don't know what this guy's going to do. I don't know what his intention is. He's Were you thinking about how quickly you could turn around and punch him in the face. With if I had to absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. I a hundred percent did that. I had my car keys sticking out of my fist just in case right. I needed to like, we're told um, to do. Yeah. And, and then once he, he went past me, I was like, okay, I still need to get, like, I want to get home now. So I went out a few minutes after him. Well, he'd slowed down. And so what I ended up doing is I was at a four-way stop and he was continuing down the road. Um, and he was going in the direction that would take me most directly home. Mm-hmm. And so what mm-hmm. I did is I'm like, okay, I'm going to let him keep going on that route, even though I'm tired and I'm hurting and, and I'm going to, uh, I turned so I could turn down a road and get out of his eye line. Cause he kept yeah. turning around to look at me again. And so I was like, okay, so that's where I ended up adding an extra, like three K to my walk because I went fully like three blocks, the wrong direction, just so I could make sure that this guy couldn't look back and see me anymore. See you. Um, and 
and yeah, it was, it was, um, uh, thankfully it ended up okay. I was hurt and bad when I got home and like yeah. Dylan was a little bit worried. Cause I said, I was going to mm-hmm. take about a 45 minute walk and it was about an hour and a half. This is, yeah, that was going to be my next question. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. and like, you know, and I could have called Dylan if I was, but I was like, I'm, I'm, I think I'm going to be gonna okay. Ask the thought of pulling out a cell phone to call somebody it's like for me that's too much of a distraction when i need to be listening yes yes to what he's doing behind me 100% 100% that's how i felt um like, so yeah and and i got home okay but mm-hmm. um what what i what came to mind was this week with following this case of sarah everard yeah. i uh, saw this one meme that I posted on my Facebook that I'm, I'm going to share because it just Please really do. brought it home. Um, so there's, there's a woman on Twitter named Harriet Johnson. I'm not sure who she who is, she if is. she's just a user or whatever, but she, she put, wrote this. She said, every woman, you know, has taken a longer route, has doubled back on herself, has pretended to dawdle by a shop window, has held her keys in her hand, has made a fake phone call, has rounded a corner and run every woman you know has walked home scared and it just i was like yeah <laughs> isn't the last of that every woman you yes. know and you and i were talking about this it's a hundred percent true i don't know a single woman a single woman mm-hmm. who has ever has never experienced that in mm-hmm. any scenario in any community and it's, we just sort of accept that. Like I have to walk in the middle of the street and I even do that in my car. Yeah. I know, I always know when yeah. somebody's behind me and I will drive just like you walked. Mm-hmm. I will drive way out of my way yeah. and back, back home. Just so, yeah. it's funny that we're just so naturally aware of the possibility of being attacked. But that, but that's the thing is, do you think it is natural? I don't think it is. I think I it's think it should be. No. Um, um, and I, I don't think it is. I, because you know what? I, I've gotten in the, ha- I got in the habit of checking my backseat before I got in my car. Yeah. I didn't do that until someone suggested it when I started working at a mall with an underground parking. Mm-hmm. It's not natural. I don't think it is natural no. to have that hyper vigilant level of awareness. Yeah. And um and I guess the thing that that everyone is talking about it's bringing up this conversation again is um it's I I think <laughs> it's something that most men will never really understand and the thing that honestly upsets me about it is I think a lot of men don't care to try to. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And, and so I don't know, I, I guess my, when I shared this on, on Facebook, I, I was, I was feeling very much feeling like charged up by it. And, and mm-hmm. because I mean, because of course, um, and I sort of wrote a thing about like, I should hope that any dudes on my Facebook, you know, this isn't mm-hmm. news to you, I hope, but if it is, no. you have to start thinking about these things. You have to start thinking about how unfair that is yeah. and making conscious choices 
around your behavior when you see women in public that allow them to be safer. And, and it's challenging there, you know, mm-hmm. it is. Um, but we, my, you know, our one friend commented, like I have, uh, you know, said, I have a, a brother-in-law that really does try and do that. And it's very hard for him. He has to do a lot, but it's <laughs> no matter what amount of work a, a male might have to do to make themselves appear less threatening. It's nothing compared to how much we have to do to try and not live feel like targets yeah yeah and you know and this stuff i mean it started a conversation between me and my mom and my Mm sister-in-law and um this super short story but something like that happened to her in broad daylight in a grocery store some lady came up to my Mm sister-in-law asking her if she's shopping alone does she shop here all the time? Do you live near here? Right now, my sister-in-law is very small in stature. Yeah, she's um, a tiny so woman. Could, she could easily be mistaken for under 18. Right. Her yeah. size-wise. So, but in broad daylight, yeah, in a grocery store with people, it was a woman. It's just you've got to. And the fact is, these guys need to realize that just because your sister or your your mom or your aunt hasn't specifically told you about um, instances where they have been followed right. or where they, we're not telling you because to us, it's not a big story. It's it's just how I got home last night. Right. Why would I tell the guys in my life? It's unfortunately, it's normalized big news yeah that's just how i have to get home yeah and and the thing that you know what the the thing that sucks most about it aside from again just the fundamental unfairness of it is um i mean when i when i i've been going to take back the night marches Yes. Since I was 19, I've been doing these events, going to vigils for uh, missing and murdered Indigenous women and girls. I've been doing all these things mm-hmm. around, um, like, this is fucking bullshit. It is not fair that women, no. it isn't, um, but, but the thing is, we, my friend Joanna put it perfectly with this Sarah Everard case is mm-hmm. we go through these periods where we're, yes, let's take back the night. We're going to have these conversations and, and then it fades and then we have it again. And I just, again, w- one thing I would ask, you know, any, any males who might be listening mm-hmm. and have not given this thought really mm-hmm do all the women in your life a favor and give it some thought. Yeah. Um, or even ask the women that, in your life. That's well, This seems crazy. This seems crazy. Is this happening to you? Has it happened to you? Yes. Let's say yes. that. Ask, I'll say hundred percent of the women you ask will say yes. And then listen to them and trust mm. them and believe them when they tell you what they have to tell you because it is it just it sucks i it again it's it's great to see the conversation coming up it sucks that we will forever and always have to we've said this all before i think what we need is guys guys male population of the world we need you ted we need you to help us with this yes use to be responsible 
for for this for your actions i i'm already responsible for my own safety yeah yes thank you that's and that's the thing you we need you to do your part we can't do this we can't change you and if you think that's not fair try spending your entire life being told if you don't do everything right you could be hurt and then if you do get hurt you, you still can do everything wrong or right and still yep. get hurt and it'll be your fault. So just, yeah, we're, we're going to keep having those conversations because yeah. Yeah. Cause this is the reality and this is what's been on our mind. So if yeah, yeah, we, uh, we're usually very bubbly and we love having fun and, and talking about fun stuff, but we also, I mean, stuff needs to be said. Yeah. yeah. Right. So- and, uh, we we built ourselves a little bit of a platform and we and we want to use it oh and Easy. again thank you for um as well i th- i think any listener who stays with us through our more serious conversations i always really appreciate because it's very easy to be like oh it's supposed to be a fun podcast i'm just going to skip yeah. this part but yeah. um this is this is the reality uh that this mm-hmm. is how our conversations work and how <laughs> real conversations between real friends work. So yeah, yeah. And that's what this is. Yeah. That's exactly what this is. So yeah. And we just want to join you guys to join the conversation. All right. Well, it's, <laughs> we covered a lot of, we covered a lot of ground. This we did today. I, I like that. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. Um, As okay. always, thank you yeah. for listening so much. And uh, we'll yeah. be back next week. Yeah. Thanks a lot, you guys. Can't wait to, uh, I was going to say talk to you again, but can't wait for you to listen to us again. <laughs> do, you, do you have a, uh, to take us out, do you have a Courtneyism to take us out? Oh, I probably should. Um, yeah. It's, uh, the snow's melting. It's getting into spring. So make sure your squeegems are always full. <laughs> Squeegems. Really? Windshield wiper fluid. Oh my God. Squeegems. Again, another one from the beautiful and talented Susan Potts. <laughs> ah, there we go. There we go. That, we'll catch you next time. Pick up your squeegems.